What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the XU Podcast, episode 72. I am your host, Andrew Widmer. Stoked to be back on another episode. And this week, I am joined with Zuzu. Zuzu is a DJ from Hawaii who is blowing up all over social media. If you follow dance accounts, if you're kind of on EDM Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you've probably seen some of his videos Um, Just this past weekend, he gained over 20,000 followers, and it's because he is entirely himself. He just, you know, brings the energy, brings the party to wherever he goes. He's currently on a tour all over the States um, and is going international later this year. And again, his music is super fun. House music, tech house, deep house. You know, he's got a little bit of everything. And he's got a new song coming out this Friday, and he's released a couple awesome originals that you can find on his Spotify. So I loved kind of peeling back the curtain from, you know, the online party craze that is his, you know, social media account. Again, give him a follow at Z-U-E-Z-E-U, Zuzu. But just kind of learning more about him as a person, how he got into dance music, how he got into DJing and producing, coming from Hawaii, what it's been like to be on the roller coaster of playing five shows a week. Um, So I love having these conversations. Super cool dude who's super authentic. And I think a lot more than meets the eye when it comes to the amount of work that he's put in to get where he is. And it's cool to watch the success. So hope you guys enjoy the conversation with Zuzu. You can check out all of his social medias that I'll link in the podcast and enjoy this conversation on episode 72 of the XU podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the XU podcast. This is episode 72. Um, and this week, for the first time in a couple of weeks, I have a guest on that I'm super stoked about. Um, he is a Hawaii-based DJ who is going all over the country now, performing at colleges, venues, parties, and bringing energy every step of the way. Zuzu joins the podcast today, so I'm super stoked to have you um, on the show, man. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Yeah, this man. Is like, uh, this is my second podcast ever. So we'll, we'll try not to mess this one up. Cool. Yeah. We'll take it slow. We'll take, we'll keep the vibes good. Um, And I kind of want to start with that is like, obviously, like when I connected with you, I, I lined up getting you on the podcast. I kind of dove more into your whole like aura, personality, online presence, which is obviously big in today's world. And it's just, incredible energy like across the board looks like your shows are a party for everyone and like you're really kind of you put a you put a lot of emphasis on like being part of the crowd as well as like bringing the car like crowd into your show so taking a quick step back you're from hawaii so as an artist from hawaii tell me a little bit about that getting into music and then getting to a point where now you're you're touring the country and, and playing shows all over yeah. So as far as getting getting into music, uh, growing up in Hawaii is like we have a very big music scene, but it's just not in the EDM genre. It's more like reggae and island reggae is like super huge. Um, but I was always inspired by house music and EDM music in general. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's basically like no better place that you could make like really cool sounding music than like in Hawaii. Everything is just so beautiful. And um just looking out of my window um making music i know it's like really easy to get inspired but as far as getting into like show play 
it's super difficult. So like we only really have like two or three like major nightclubs and like our second biggest club there, the capacity is only like 550 people. So it's mm -hmm. like you're either playing, you know, 550 to a thousand capacity nightclubs or you're playing, you know, stadiums. Like there's not really like a clear in between. And um, I don't know, it's just like, it's super saturated as far as like the DJs that are there and the people that are trying to get into the industry there it's difficult to kind of get your foot in the door. Um, so when I was like 18, I moved to California. Um, actually, right before I was 18, I was like 17. I moved to California. I was originally doing video production. That was like my huge thing. I dabbled in music a little bit here and there. But my biggest thing then was like marketing, video production, and photography. So I worked in Hollywood for about six months. Um, I was the head of like marketing and content development for like Michelob Ultra. I did commercials for like Vans, um, Pandora, Ford, Ferrari, JBL, like a bunch of huge companies. And that was kind of my thing for a bit. And then I just like started really hating it. I don't know why, <laughs> but like I just like felt like all of like the creativity that I wanted to incorporate in the marketing campaigns and, and the videos that I was doing just like wasn't being appreciated. And it was kind of shutting me down a little bit. And then around the same time, I started getting more fascinated about, you know, DJing and music production and trying to get more into the nightlife industry. So started doing club events and trying to make some contacts out there in California. Um, did that for a bit. And then I moved back to Hawaii like a year and a half ago. And then since then, I was like, OK, like I'm done doing all this side stuff. Like I had a clothing brand also like before this got rid of that and then um, just try to focus on music production and DJing and putting all of my time and all of my energy and all of like the branding and the marketing experience that I had into myself. And that was huge was to kind of mm -hmm. just like focus and just like, you know, put all my money and bet on myself. Um, so yeah, the past year has been insane. You know, I've yeah. got a solid team around me. We've gone from, uh, I think one year ago today, I was sitting around 800 followers and today we just passed 28,000, which is just insane. Um, you know, the power of betting on yourself and understanding marketing and understanding what works and what doesn't work has like really been super huge and in, in helping me get it to the next level and helping me get in front of, you know, millions of eyes. Like we, we did over, you know, five, six million impressions just this weekend. And um, I don't know, just say everything happens for a reason and, and growing up in Hawaii and, moving out there and doing video production and learning marketing and just seeing everything kind of come together and where I'm at today is, is super awesome. Dude, it's so cool to, to hear like kind of how your background in marketing and like advertising and being kind of in that world has definitely given you, I think, an upper hand in terms yeah. of like building a brand and, and building yourself. And obviously like you've done a lot, like you had a clothing brand, like, so you obviously have this like business background. And in today's world, like you said, like, there's so many people trying to be a DJ. There's so many people yeah. out there trying to be in music and whether people like it or not, because I've had a lot of conversations on the podcast of like the burden that social media does bring to artists. Cause it's like a whole other world that you now have to kind of be focusing on, on top of making music that you like and art that you like and appreciate yeah. and bringing the best show to the people you're bringing. So I think it's cool that you're kind of like able to use that background to obviously help your growth and, Mm -hmm. It's def. I think it's definitely, you know, it's funny this week, like last week, my little brother, who's uh, 20 years old, he goes to Fairfield 
DM me two of your videos just because he thought they were dope. And I was like, he's actually coming on the podcast next week. So like, and Uh, they are very like captivating, you know, just, and again, if you're in dance music, Twitter or dance music, Instagram or TikTok, a lot of them are the same, but like your energy, your whole like aura, it gives me, it gives me like a lot of like Fisher vibes in a sense of like, yeah. yeah, Like looking for like, you know, just having a good time and kind of bringing like your true self to, to the show. So I want to peel that back a little bit more um, and kind of focus more on the dance music because you were obviously in the business world and what are your early memories of like being introduced to electronic music as far as inspirations goes or people that you were like, Oh, this is cool music. I'm into this. Was it a big thing in Hawaii or what do people listen to in Hawaii? My, the biggest thing was like, my dad was like, he's into all sorts of types of music. Um, But growing up when I was younger, yeah, he like introduced me to like Swedish house mafia is like a huge one. And he would just play like a lot of like house or like EDM related music. And then to be honest, is like when I was doing video production, I made a lot of like lifestyle edits and like cool edits. And the music that I chose to use for those videos was house music and EDM. And that's like 100% how I got into it. And then when I was around like 15, 16, um, my best friend that I met around that time he loved house like that was all he listened to was house and he was like huge huge like he was the first person that like convinced me to buy a deck like just so Mm -hmm. that I could like mess around with and like me and him could just like DJ for fun like at home like we had no idea like what it would eventually turn into but I mean I don't know I feel like for most people it all just starts for the love of music and then one day you're kind of like I kind of want to make my own music or like you yeah. start hearing songs and you're kind of like, that's sick. But like, I wonder if we change this or like combine this song with this song. Um, and then, yeah, that's how it started. But I, I didn't really come from a music background at all. Like my family wasn't super crazy into music. You know, my dad would yeah. throw house music around the house, like here and there. But um, it kind of came more from like my friends and the people that I hung out around. And like cool. my lifestyle, my personality is like, come on, dude, I like to party. What are you talking about? Yeah. I always <laughs> like to party. Like partying, yeah. is, like, it's fun. Everybody, you know, forgets about, you know, all the dramas in their life and, you know, all the not fun things in life. And a lot of people are stressed out. And then when you listen to music and you go out and you have a good time, it just takes everything away. And that atmosphere yeah. is like super attractive to me. And like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be a part of that and, be around that all the time and like house music is so fun like come on like totally. nobody's, nobody's out here crying in the club to house music yeah i mean like partying and having a good time and forgetting about the shit monday through friday is like yeah. mu- music is like typically at the like is like the pillar of all that for yeah 100%. whether whether it's house music whether it's rap whether it's hip-hop whatever people like um it's certainly kind of like a focal point of it And for you, again, like you mentioned, kind of getting into like going from messing around on the decks, just like kind of having fun with it, not really having, I imagine many like this, I want to be here in three years, you were just kind of like fucking around with it and having a good time. When, what, like walk me through the process of being like, okay, I think I want to make some music. Now I have to learn how to do that. I have to learn how to produce because- I have I famously say on the podcast, I had a quick like six month stint with FL Studio and it was like reading Chinese. Like I am like somewhat musical. I play guitar, but like trying to figure out those softwares, like those softwares and DAWs are like 
it's yeah. like learning a different language. So tell me about like how you kind of yeah started to learn and, and figured it out and continue to kind of produce. Yeah. So um, again, like I hate to relate this back to video production, but like I am like super techie, not very music background when I got into it, but like very techie. So like I learned and mastered like Photoshop, um, Adobe Illustrator, after effects like a lot of different editing softwares and graphic graphic design softwares and animation softwares so picking up a new software i was like easy easy i got this you know like they're all kind of around the same they all work around the same they have the same commands so i was like okay cool like i i can figure this out um i started with like youtube tutorials and trying to figure out you know how to make certain sounds and then i realized that i need to know music theory and i was like Oh, big whoops. So then that drew me back a bit. And then, um, you know, I basically changed my wallpaper on my computer to like some like highlight notes on like what I could piece together about music theory and different key scales. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I would say my first five, six months in Ableton, awful, awful. I had like no fun at all. I got stressed out. I felt like every single time I was in there, I was like bath and math, back in math school, like trying to figure out what's going on. And then you hit month seven and then you're like, okay, this is cool. Like I'm getting more comfortable and I'm getting more familiar with the software and then, you know, give it more time, figure out, you know, like more about the type of music that you're trying to make. And then now it gets to the point where it's like, now I hop in the software and like, I'm able to actually have fun, you know, and yeah. I can go and I, and I can flow and I can come up with different sounds and I can kind of see like what works and what doesn't work. But I mean, yeah, I mean, the beginning is always rough, but that's just how it is. But like, yeah, it gets easier. And as long as you have that light at the end of the tunnel and you're like, OK, it gets easier. Like once you get to a certain level and then you start collaborating with other people and you start seeing what they do and, and their different styles to achieve certain yeah. sounds and kind of what works, um, you know, I mean, it's worth it. It is what it is. Like, it, totally. If it was easy. Everybody would do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's And again, kind of going back, it's cool how like you're the past things that you've done have definitely probably played into your success in yeah, either figuring it out. Cause like, you know, like you said, you had video production, like background. So mm -hmm. like dealing with like a software and clipping and editing and yeah. it's not too far off from, you know, going in and making yeah. a song. Also like when I did video production, I used to do sound design. Um, yeah. So like I kind of learned, I don't know, it's, it's really a lot more similar than people would think like video yeah. editing and song editing. Well, yeah. Saying, yeah. I also I also think and I've said this before I forgot who I was having a conversation with and I I mean this I'm a huge house fan but I also think house kind of caters itself nicely to you know it's a good starting point for a lot of artists just and again yeah. not saying it's easy to make or easier to make than other you know genres but You're generally <laughs> yeah it's I mean it's very it, like, has repetitive. A it has a formula you know yeah it does 100% yeah. So tell me about like your, like for people who don't know your music or people who are trying to get like an idea of the type of artist you are, yeah. the type of music you're making, the type of music you want to be making. What does that look like for you? Um, and you can use like some artists you mentioned, like Fisher's a big yeah. inspiration and I'm sure like wow. a bunch of other house artists, but um, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So like, as far as my sound goes, um, when I started producing, my goal was to just make house and tech house and you know something fun that people could vibe with like simple lyrics and like my inspiration then was more chris lake older dom Dalla, older fisher and then 
I don't know, like if you go through my discography now, like the music that like my most recent release compared to the release that I'm dropping on Friday compared to my unreleased track that I'm dropping in, you know, the coming months, they have different sounds to it. And I think that's okay. I feel like I know a lot of artists, you know, especially ones that are getting started out and they're so like reluctant, reluctant, reluctant <laughs> to put out their music because they're afraid like, they're really trying to dial in their sound and what their vibe should be. Um, and I don't really believe in that. I feel like a lot of my music is kind of different vibes. I have some stuff that, you know, is more mainstream sounding stutter house. I have techno tracks. I have like deeper tech house tracks and normal piano house tracks. Like I have a lot of different sounding stuff. Um, and I think that's okay. But um, my biggest inspiration on my, on my future coming songs is like a lot of um, I would say, Eli Brown is like a huge inspiration to me and like the, and my more unreleased stuff that I'm, that I'm planning on putting out soon. Yeah. Um, but I mean, dude, I'm kind of all over the map. Like I, I think that's, I think that's so good yeah, though. Like, yeah. especially with house music, I think it's so cool when you see an artist mm -hmm. with, with tech house, with house, whatever genre you want to call it. Like I think tech house, certainly I love tech house, but like it got beaten into the ground and it has been for like a couple yeah. of years. And that's yeah. not to say that there's not high quality, but to see, a tech house art uh like dom dollar just put out a song that is like kind of more like groovy and like more like disco-y yep. john summit's a good example with like where you are and like some of his more mainstream stuff um i think it's cool to like show the versatility and um yep. also just explore like what what can we kind of do with this like having an identity and then kind of seeing where you can implement it in other yep. genres and other sounds while still staying you is super cool yeah. I mean, also like another big thing is like, I play completely different type of shows. Like my mm -hmm. sets are completely different too, depending on where I'm playing. Like if I'm playing like a sunset beach club vibe, like I want to have my originals that I can play for that vibe. If mm -hmm. I'm playing, you know, like an underground techno warehouse in like Berlin, I have originals that I can play during that set too. And I feel like making the music that resonates with you and making the music that you want to play during your shows is all that matters. If people totally. like you, that's cool. They can follow you. If they like a couple of your songs and they don't like a couple of your other songs, that's totally all right. It's an art and it's subjective yeah. and it's cool. And I, and I feel like I see a lot of artists that are kicking themselves for trying to stick to a certain sound, but like, look around. I mean, yeah, like you yeah. said with dollars, um, new, new songs compared yeah. to, you know, the ones he was putting out literally like just six months ago. Totally. And you're like currently on this crazy tour where you were just up in Boston, yeah. you're in Maryland now. So tell me about like the shows you've been doing, touring the country. Like I, I, you said you lived in LA. So like, I'm assuming you've traveled a little bit, but like, I'm sure you're going to some places you've never been to. And like, you're meeting people from regions that you've never like, you yeah. have no idea the type of people they are. So tell me about like the tour. Tell me about these shows you're playing. Obviously they look incredibly fun and energetic yeah. but like what your approach to them and kind of what it's been like yeah exactly so um our, our goal for this fall tour was basically to get as many shows as we can and kind of just like broaden our market um and kind of get people buzzing about the name zuzu and kind of like what i provide and the energy that i bring um but yeah i mean my favorite my favorite part about tour is like all the amazing people i meet and all these crazy cities and all these random states that I would never visit or, you know, had planned to visit if I didn't have a show there. And it's awesome. I mean, like I get to see like how big, you know, the world really is. And 
It's super fun. I, I grew up traveling a bunch. Um, I grew up half in Hawaii. I spent a lot of my life in Bali. Um, I've traveled a lot all through Europe and all that stuff, for, like vacationing and fun. But now I get to do it like as my job. And it's awesome. But I mean, dude, it's killing me on the inside. A lot of it's travel. It's insane. It's insane to like age old. It's like a, it stands the test of time, like DJs partying, going out, going crazy. Yeah. But to like see it on social media is one thing to actually be like living it, I'm sure is like yeah. another thing. Um, obviously, like you, you're living life to the fullest, which is super cool. And I also think it's cool that you you mentioned, like you just said, how you want to kind of introduce new markets to you as an artist. I think you know, when you're playing college shows or when you're playing at certain clubs, I think mm -hmm. there's, I think there's pressure sometimes that DJs feel to just like people please. And like, whether it be top 40 or whether it be the most popular song yeah. at the moment, which is obviously something I'm sure you run into in a little, like a little bit, but you would do it in a cool way from what I've seen, like your Kings of Leon sex on fire edit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's yours, but the like one you played like, of mine, yeah. like super cool. Um, you just did a black eyed peas one, I think that you posted. So tell me about like your approach to the actual set list and track list. Is it the same every time? I know obviously. Yeah, no, nah, it's completely different. So I do about like four or five shows a week. Um, if I played the same set, honestly, I would get bored and you yeah. know, the people that come and see me would get bored as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I keep it raw. Like if, if you mess up, who cares? You know, like it's raw. That's what I'm pushing. I'm pushing like, you know, I'm me. Like nobody's perfect. We yeah. have to get out there. Um, I play like a huge variety of music. It also depends on the show. If I'm playing college stuff and they're not, you know, messing with the super deep stuff, we'll bring it back and give them something that they're more familiar with. Um and uh, I don't know, I like having that flexibility and it keeps it interesting and it keeps me on my toes. And the people that have come to like multiple of my shows, they they know what to expect, which is a good time. But they don't know what to hear, you know, and it, and it's fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I work on music consistently. Um, I get to try out a lot of tracks. So playing so many shows a week, I kind of have, you know, the pleasure of trying to figure out what works and being able to perfect my show and and the vibe and the pacing of it all um yeah i don't know it's super awesome i have a lot of fun with it but um, it's cool yeah it's kind, it's kind of like a comedian like going to like a bunch of spots and testing yeah. out new material mm -hmm. and seeing what 100%. works see seeing what they can throw out seeing what like how they can work a song into their their track list or whatever it might be um yeah. I think it's super cool now as a house music artist and now like a full-time house music artist that is blowing up and has a following and is out there on tour playing four or five shows a week. How much are you in tune with just like dance music as a whole? Is that something you think of as an artist of what is what's not necessarily popular, but like what's going on in the dance music world or yeah. um are you kind of more like blinders on focusing on what you're doing um or are you like constantly looking out to kind of see what's out there and yeah i mean part of my job is like knowing what's going on in the industry who's coming up what songs are blowing up what works what doesn't work as far as content what festivals are happening also it's like i just love it like that's what got me into this industry is like um yeah i'm you know, I'm a huge fan of so many other artists and I, I love staying up to date on what's going on with them. I've got, you know, 50 people's post notifications on just so I can see what's going on and, and yeah. stay up to date. 
Um, but I don't know. I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun in this industry. Everybody is just down to have a good time and it's, and it's rapidly growing. And, um, mm-hmm. I love posting content and seeing the content target people that don't lit that don't necessarily get house music content or EDM content and kind of showing them that side. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's fun to introduce more people into this genre and, um, kind of what EDM stands for. Um, all the festivals. Definitely. The vibes, um, the culture, you know, rave culture as a whole is yeah. awesome. You know, it's it's nothing but good vibes and positivity and and colors and lasers and yeah, it's awesome. You know, it, it's super fun. Yeah. Cool. Now this new track you have coming out, I want to hear about it. I want to hear kind of like the story behind it, but kind of yeah. going into that, you mentioned you probably have, I imagine, like 50, 100 plus unreleased songs that you're just like sitting on that you mess around with. When you're making these songs, you're producing them, you're on a plane, you're on, yeah. in your bedroom, whatever. Um, is there a moment with certain tracks where it clicks for you that like, oh, this is this one's special. This one could be a single. Is that a conversation you have with management or like the songs you have released? Um, yeah. I'm, in lo- I'm in love was your last one. Like, mm-hmm. And even with this new one coming out, like at what point are you like, OK, this is one I'm going to like fully finish a because i know it's tough to get projects done um but like is there a moment in that process of like songwriting and and producing that you're like oh this is this is a gem that i like yeah so personally i get super 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 excited when i make music and i don't start a lot of projects and then just like get halfway through them and then go and start another project if i get halfway through them i'm not ever touching that project again like ever Mm -hmm. Like if I like a track and I'm and I'm like messing with it, I do full arrangement and I build the whole track. So like all the demos that I have, they're like basically full tracks. Cool. And like if it was up to me, I'd release them all. You know what I mean? Like I'm not super picky with the music because it's kind of like if I like it and I thought it was cool and it fits a certain vibe, like I'm throwing it out there. And if other people like it, cool. If not, it's all good. I'll see you next yeah. one. Another song, you know? Um, totally. Yeah, with the track that I'm dropping on Friday, um, it's a collaboration track uh, with this guy, Jen. Um, and we've been social media friends. I've still never met him, uh, but he lives in Austria and we've been social media friends. And I love his music. Like, I love his music. It's like a super chill, like really European vibe. Um, and yeah, I basically hit him up one day and I was like, I love your music, like blah, blah, blah. And he like got back to me um, and then he was like, oh, thanks, bro. Like, I've been seeing you all the time, too. Like, I like your content. Like, I like your music. Like, I like your vibe. You seem super cool. And then we just started talking. This was like months ago, though. I think this was like literally like six months ago, seven months ago. And then, yeah, we just started chirping back and forth. And then the talks of a collaboration kind of came up because at the time I was making more clubby music and more like deeper hitting stuff. And he was making more like chill, like melodic, like on the beach, like super cool, like driving in your car vibes, you Bobby, know, yeah. but not super clubby. Yeah. But he wanted to do more, more, you know, harder club songs. And I wanted to do something kind of more in the middle, like more chill. And we, you know, got on Zoom and we bounced some ideas back and forth. And um he sent me a project that he started and then I sent him a project that I started. And then we ended up pulling parts from it and throwing everything together. We went back and forth for a couple months. Um, and then we got something that we were both like pretty stoked on. And then um, 
I tested it out at a couple of my shows and it went off and he tested it out as well. And we were like, okay, like, this is it. You know, like, yeah. we definitely didn't rush anything. Like we, we took our time with everything. We weren't like, this needs to come out. Like we need to collab. It was kind of like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, like, it's all good. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm super stoked for this new track. Um, it's going to be a super cool vibe. Dude. I think it's so cool. Just like talking with you and obviously following your stuff. Like yeah. the fact that you are very like music focused in terms of like your own music and your own production of what you're putting out, putting out. I think that like, it, it says a lot about you as an artist, but also, you know, from, from the blind eye of like someone who's not into dance music, if they like watch your like online, it's like, all right, this guy's just like partying his, his mind off and this looks <laughs> awesome, but it's cool that you back it up with like, putting out your own original music, yeah. work, working yeah. on your own edits, like yeah. figuring out what you're, what you want your yeah. sound to do. I think it like adds a lot to you as an artist. And it also like, it, it like takes, not that I thought this, but like, it's like, all right, this guy's not a phony. This guy isn't just like up there, you know, yeah. pretending to touch stuff and like not yeah. doing anything. It adds a lot of, I think, uh, authenticity to like your whole brand. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, that that's been like the biggest thing that I've been trying to translate into my following. Cause like, the end of the day like if you've got numbers up there but they're not there for your music they're there more because like the content you post is cool or like the shows you post is cool they need to be there for the music and they need to be not just followers but they need to be fans which is yeah. to take anything to the next level like all the numbers and whatever doesn't mean anything if you can't sell tickets and you can, and you can't convert those followers into fans you know and yeah and have people that actually want to come to your shows and they want to see you and they support your music. So I don't know. It, it, it's interesting in this industry. Like you, you have a, your top three things. It's like you have your followers, you're following, um, you have your music and you have your branding, you know, mm -hmm. like your branding needs to be a one so that you can like transfer those into collaborations and deals and record deals and all this different stuff. But then like, you know, your content and your following is like super important too. And how you translate those into fans and then you have to have your music you know yeah. i know a lot of guys that have their music but they're not quite there with you know their content and their branding and um i don't know it's tricky but um right yeah. now it's like i'm definitely trying to push a lot towards focusing more on my music um because that has just taken me time you know like it takes time to get good at producing it takes time to understand um you know what people like and what type of music really resonates with them and try to build a fan base off of your music is difficult and it takes okay. time and that, that's okay you know like I have a huge background in marketing and and I put in my time for that 100 and that's why that's like clearly paying off um but on the music end of things it's like you know you can only drop one song a month at most um, yeah besides that it gets kind of crazy um yeah no so, and, and yeah, I, I, I think it's cool and like social media, TikTok, it's like a double-edged sword because you do get, like, one of the reasons I said, like, I think it's cool yeah. how, like, focused on your music you are is you do see a lot of people in today's world who do get a big following just because their content's cool and they post, like, yeah. mashups and, like, and then you look at their Spotify and they, like, have no original music out. Yeah. Or you look at their edits and they have no, it's all just kind of, like, for show. So it's refreshing, I think, because I think social media a lot of artists I have on, like I usually have the conversation about social media because it is like a, like it's an important part of a, a brand of an artist. Yeah. And obviously some people like it's, it's a burden for them, which I'm sure at times it is for you too. But I think the opportunity it gives you is, is crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a burden, but also it's like, come on, dude. Like, it's it's not that much work. Like, yeah. you got, if Be it's sitting a burden, in an office, yeah. If it's a burden, if it sucks, like, cool, dude. Like, what do you want to do? You want to just sit back and like sit in your room and make music, and then all of a sudden you're going to be touring around the entire world? Like, at the end yeah. of the day, like, it is a job. Like, this is a crazy experience. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Yeah, you got to go get it. Like, choose your battles, man. Like, there's a lot of people that work a million times harder than you and are you know barely keeping their head out of the water you know yeah. it, it is what it is like if it sucks like yeah i don't know what to tell you you either got to go and hire someone to do it but like it's just how it is in this industry is like yeah. you gotta do every single thing you can you gotta ask yourself like am i checking all these boxes like am i doing every single thing i can to get noticed like a lot of people may look at my content now like i went up twenty thousand followers just this weekend a lot of yeah. people look at my content now and be like, this guy just got lucky. He posted these two videos and they went up. Yeah. Like, you may think that that's cool, but like, you don't know the thousands of videos I posted before that, that have gotten no engagement, you know, that have yeah. gotten you know, five, 10, 15 views. It's, it's so like, true. It's, it it's so time. true. Uh huh. Yeah. People are going to, people are going to look at your, like your content and say, I want to do that. Like, it's like, okay, well, are you ready to like put your blood, sweat and tears into this? And try to try and fail a thousand times and like yeah. put yourself out there. So again, I think it's super cool and authentic, man. Like I think any yeah. authentic artist in any genre, whether it's, you know, dance music or not is attractive to a lot of people. And I think that's where you get the connection with the music. Cause it's like, okay, yeah. I like this guy, his authenticity, what he's putting out. He seems real. He seems himself. So like, I'm interested in what art he's putting out. Um, yeah. so, so super stoked for the new song. A um, couple more questions. Uh, this has been cool, man. Super, super awesome yeah. talking to you. Gotcha, um, yeah. But just kind of looking, I know you're probably taking it one day at a time, living in the moment. But as an artist, like some goals that you have, whether it just be like shows that you want to play, collabs that you would, you know, would be a dream collab, or you know, if you want to play like a Tomorrowland or a Ultra type, like are 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 those goals? Like, what are some goals that you have for yourself, looking at like the next year? yeah um to be honest dude like not to sound like cocky or whatever but my biggest goal right now is to just like keep doing what i'm doing every single day because like the way and what i'm doing right now is like i know all of those things are, are to come and like to be honest like we already have talks on you know those things happening in the next year um and I don't know, I, I don't try to, I don't try to shoot too crazy. I just try to figure out, okay, if that's the main goal, what do I have to do to get there? And I focus on that. I focus on what it takes to get to those goals. And I try not to, I try not to shoot too high because I, I get overwhelmed, man. Like it, it's yeah. scary. Like it, if you're so small and you're, you're shooting for something so insane, it's easy to be like, it's easier to quit on something that's super, super hard to obtain than to quit on something that's right in front of you. If yeah. you have something that's right in front of you, just take it step by step by step by step. And then before you know it, you look down and you're at the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try not to, I try not to think about anything too crazy. Like as far yeah. as you just asked me what are like my dream future collabs, I have never thought that in my life. That's, ever. Cool. that's insane. Yeah, I don't know. I just think of, I just like look at, you know, what's right in front of me. And if I just keep reaching and I keep pulling and it's easier for me to achieve the things that are right there than shoot for something that's super far. Yeah. So Def yeah. definitely. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot now because I'm uh -huh. curious what 
give me uh, a song that you are playing in every one of your sets that is yours and then also maybe one that isn't yours that you've been you've been liking lately yeah. okay so the song that i've been playing every single set is the uh two live crew hey we want some pussy remix um i just dropped that one like two weeks ago and i've been doing a lot of college shows recently just because this time of year football yeah. season all the colleges they do their biggest parties and stuff so i've been busy with that and i don't know everyone just eats it Yes. everyone keeps that song up because it's kind of like i don't know everyone knows it everyone knows that saying everyone knows it and it's just super easy for everybody to get comfortable and scream something and go crazy yeah yeah that's and then awesome. what was what was the second song you're looking for uh a song that's uh not uh, not yours and then a song that's yours so that so that um hey we want some pussy is one of your edits yeah yeah it's, cool. it's my it's my remix that and I then just, and then a song that maybe isn't yours a song that isn't mine a song that isn't mine is uh or that you're just like fucking with right now that you like and you're like the song's sick we'll see um that's okay well i'll just i'll just do one that isn't mine that i play all the time so my friend guesses and jake shore they did a remix of uh i just want to rock by lil uzi and i play that one every show and it always goes off or i play uh, I have like a dimension edit of uh, where you are by John summit. That also always goes off. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were just in uh, Boston at the grand, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Uh, was there on Wednesday, uh, Alabama on Thursday. Um, where was that on Friday, Indiana on Friday and then Maryland on everywhere, Saturday. man. I know. So then cool. I missed my flight. I missed my flight, so I'm yeah. stuck in Maryland for like another couple of days. Um, that's my last question, actually. What's the craziest show you've played so you've played so far? Oh, the craziest is Arkansas. Arkansas, low cool. key, man. They get so, down. Yeah. So it was like a big. Um, it was like a big fraternity, like one of the top houses in Arkansas, and they rented out like the biggest venue. Um, venue was insane. They had like over um, over a thousand people. I think there was like a thousand something, two thousand people there. They booked Lil Skies as well um, for the show. And yeah, I don't know. The energy was insane. Energy cool. was crazy in Arkansas. That was a super fun one. And then I also just uh, I recently played Nebula in New York. Yeah, and that I'm venue, bummed I missed it. I'm in New York City, so yeah, talking to yeah, you. Yeah, that venue that venue is insane. It's so cool. yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. Nice man. Well, next time you're in New York. Uh, when you come back, we'll do. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah, be at Brooklyn, Mir- Brooklyn Mirage next summer. Yeah, I love it, dude. It's um, yeah. There's some cool, like obviously New York's got a ton of cool venues, but you gotta let me know next time you're back, and we'll link yeah. up. Um, but before I let you go, man, let people know like where they can find you on yeah, social yeah. media and and all the news yeah. coming. Dope. Yeah, you guys can find me on all social media at Zuzu. That's Z U E Z E U. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm super active on Instagram. If you guys have any further questions, just DM me. I'll make sure to get to it, either me or my management. But uh, we try to respond as quickly as we can. And um, I've been posting every day, pretty much every day. Yeah. On TikTok and Instagram. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm super active. So just uh, hit me up and, and follow the journey. It's getting crazy. Dude, it's a good time to follow. start following it. Like, again, I don't know if it was because like my iPhone picked up on your management texting me, but like since they have, like I've been seeing you pop up everywhere, which has been yeah, super cool. Yeah, well, just just this weekend has been crazy for me. Yeah, yeah good, we had, man. We did 20K this weekend, which is insane. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm pumped to follow along, like rooting oh. for you. I think it's awesome what you're doing. And uh, 
Yeah, this was episode 72 with Zuzu. Check him out. He's all over the world, all, right. all over the place. And he uh, is bringing the energy everywhere he goes. So appreciate you talking, man. This was awesome. Oh, appreciate it, man. Take awesome. care.